Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And welcome to it. Good morning to you. It's just about 11.15. Tracy Morgan in, of course, with you with Let's Talk. This is our half hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you. And today we're going to spend time with the early learning connections. And we'll talk about what they're all about in just a moment. We have their CEO with us, Elisa uh, Spatafora. And so we'll talk to her in just a moment. Let, let, let me get my bearings straight because I got to tell you all the different ways that you can listen. I know this is the test part of our show, right? So you can listen to us on the radio, of course, at 680. Uh, you can listen to us on our website. That would be WISR680.com. And there is a button there that you can just pick. It says listen live. You can do that. Then there's the app that you can put on your smartphone. Any device, as a matter of fact. So your mobile device, you can listen that way. You can listen to us uh, with Alexa-powered devices, as a matter of fact. So what you would do is just say, Alexa, play WISR 680. It will come up there. And then you can listen that way until we're done broadcasting or until you want to tell Alexa to stop, whatever is your choice. So those are different ways that you can listen as we're broadcasting live. But you can catch this in its entirety on our website after we're all done. We'll post this on our website at WISR680.com. So for that, you go to Programs, Let's Talk, and then you can look for Early Learning Connections. The audio player will be right there for you. All right, so we're ready to go. How are you doing? It's nice to see you, Lisa. It's great to see you, Tracy. Thank yeah. you so much for the invite today. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So this is the first time you've been on, so yes. welcome to the program. I'm sorry Thank we didn't you. have a big band for you. but <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> and balloons and the whole party. But, but Early Learning Connections, tell me the overall general sense of what you do. Sure. Um, I'm going to start by saying we recently had a name change. We were the former Butler County Children's Center, um, and now we are Early Learning Connections. So I'll get into why the name change occurred. Um, it more accurately describes who we are now. So it was Butler County, and then we've grown into some other counties as well. We added Head Start and State Services in Armstrong County, and the ELRC, or Early Learning Resource Center, also serves three outer, other counties within that region. So it's a big conversation to have. So we're going to try yes. to break it down a little bit, okay. if you don't mind. So let me jump on the Early Learning Resource Center first. Mm -hmm. So again, the, e, the ELRC, Correct. that's what it stands for, yes. Early Learning Resource Center. But that's tell us it. what the programs are. Okay. So the state is divided into regions, and we are considered Region 3. And as I said, that covers Armstrong, Butler, and then also Beaver, Indiana, and Lawrence counties. And the ELRC provides families, early learning service providers, and communities access to info and services that support high-quality child care and early learning programs. So if you have this particular resource, I assume that you're in multiple locations like um yes yeah. so i'm going to start talking about the elrc um and then we'll get into the other programs okay okay so All right. we'll start where the office locations for the elrc uh, where they're located and our main elrc office is also our main administration office and that's at 139 riga road in butler and then there's also a Beaver Satellite Office. And the reason we have the Beaver Satellite Office is because we have a lot of service in that area and we deal with a lot of child care providers and also family care. 
there. So that Beaver Satellite Office is located at 402-2 Burkitch Way, and that's in Beaver. So if we're talking Butler, can you give us the contact information? And I usually ask about contact information throughout Sure. And since you have a lot of different locations, and, and right now we're at the ELRC, Correct. folks, if you need this information again, again, go online to our website. You can listen to this later, or you can contact Early Learning Connections and kind of, you'll point people in the direction they need yes, to go, right? Definitely. Okay. So what is the, the phone number? What's the contact information for the Butler office for the ELRC? That is 724-285-9431. Or if toll-free is needed, that's 1-888-864-1654. All right, fabulous. So let's break down uh, the Early Learning Resource Center just a little bit. I know you sure. have a couple of different programs. and I want to start with the, the Child Care Works first. Can you talk about that? Sure. Um, child Care Works is a subsidized child care program, and that helps low-income families pay their child care fees. It can also help find quality early learning programs that they would use to meet their needs. And then there's also the Keystone Stars. Correct. Okay, so Correct. how is that different? So um, we are now incorporating the Keystone Stars, and Keystone Stars is actually a Pennsylvania Quality Rating and Improvement System, or what they call a QRIS. And that measures continuous quality improvement systematic approach and it assesses improves and improves the communication level of quality and early learning and school age care programs and why do you think these kinds of programs are so important to those who go through the program for the learning center um for subsidized child care we typically would be helping there's a staggering amount of children yeah, that, okay. that we provide that service for. So there's around 3,000 children at any one time in that five-county area that need financial assistance um, and enrollment into those quality child care settings. And, and just, a, I guess, a, a side question is how do you think it makes a difference, though, for these kids, for them to, to go through this kind of program? And, and you're, I'm seeing the need as you're talking about all those kids that are in right. need. And so how does it make a difference in their lives to go through these kinds of programs? Um, it's a huge help to the family. The family really has that resource then at their fingertips, and then they can use it to support their child care, not only in finding the child care, but also in funding the child care. You know, so those are two components. And then we talked about the Keystone Stars. So that's that quality piece that we know is going to be at that child care center. Um, and then an oversight of all of those programs yeah, as well. It sounds like it's such an important connection to have for Absolutely. kids and, and, yes. and the um, early learning connections, of course. And early learning connections is who we're talking with. You, you have a lot of stats that are in front of you. So let me ask you again in a, a different way. How many child care providers do you work with? Because there are a lot of different counties. You have a lot of different spaces. Right. And if you have a lot of kids, you're going to need multiple partnerships to be able to get this done. That's exactly right, Tracy. And we have an estimated 225 certified child care providers. Um, and then there's an additional 100 relative child care providers. Now, the difference is that the child care provider um, is in an established building 
and licensed and, and so forth. Uh, but there's also relative child care providers. So the name really denotes exactly what's happening there. So it's the relative care, caring for the child. What would you say your mission is? Um, the mission of Early Learning Connections is to provide a wide variety of high-quality early learning programs. We want those programs to foster a safe and positive culture. We want to do that through kindness and respect, and we want to meet the comprehensive needs of those families. So I'm going to jump on the kindness and respect for just yeah. a moment, especially when you're dealing with young minds and young, right. young kids. Yes. And, and I won't go through the specifics and ask your opinion about the past, you know, two, three, four years. But, but my, my point is, is it just seems like there's a lot of tension in our society right now. Mm -hmm. How important is it to, to reach kids with kindness and reach kids with that respect and to teach them that as they grow at such a young age that you have them? Well, you know, Tracy, I think that that's why it's woven into our mission. You know, we think that that's at the forefront. We want to treat not only the children, um, but the families, community members, anyone that comes in touch with early learning connections, anyone that comes through our past that knows about us, wants our services, etc. We want to treat them with kindness and we want to treat them with respect because we find it to be so essential. For what we're doing and i'm wondering how many kids and i'm not asking for a stat on mm -hmm. this but i wonder how many kids are affected by that because maybe that's their only moment of kindness and respect that they right. see exactly um and that could definitely be the case we have great families that we work with um, and i think that this helps not only the families and the children but all of us to grow and really understand how important it is to be respectful and kind to others we're talking with the Early Learning Connections organization, and, and let me step back a little bit because I know we were focusing a little bit on the Early Learning Resource Center. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to the overall uh, general sense of the Early Learning Connections. Sure. A lot of early learning in here. Yes, <laughs> A lot exactly. of early learning. So again, let's go through the programs that you offer across the board, if you will, sure. with Early Learning Connections. Sure. Um, I talked, I think, uh, pretty much about the ELRC. So I'm going to move on to some of our other programs. We have Early Head Start, and through Early Head Start, we have two program options. There's center-based and there's home-based. Um, so again, those names really denote what happens. So the children either come to a center or they have the other option of receiving those services at home. Um, and with the home-based, there is also socializations weaved into that. And then we have Head Start. And again, we have two program options in Butler, that's center-based and home-based. And we have one program option in Armstrong, and that's center-based. Early Head Start, Head Start, give us the difference through your lens, if mm -hmm. you will, in case we have young kids now yes. that we have to start making those kinds of decisions. Yeah. What's the difference in those? The difference is zero to three, Early Head Start, and three to five, All Head right. Start. So we maybe need to, I remember those days, you know, when you started yeah, having course. to think about yeah. what are the next steps in, in my kid's life. So, so that's something that they can uh, move forward on. Let's get your contact information again. I just want to keep repeating that. Sure. In case folks want to contact you and then we'll move forward. Yes. We're at earlylearningconnections.org. That is our website. Um, and you can reach us and get the administrative office by calling 724 
287-2761. When you're talking about these programs with your organization, now how many kids are you seeing being helped with these particular programs? Um, combined with our services in Butler and Armstrong, there are about 600, roughly 600 children, um, about 400 in Butler and about 200 in Armstrong. So that's a lot of numbers whenever you break that down. Yeah. So let's add that to that 3,000 that we have throughout those counties. Um, you know, a lot of it is passed through services in, in terms of the ELRC, um, but the others are very much hands-on. So. Do you offer after-school programs? Do you, have, do you offer some early start programs <clears throat> for uh, adults who are thinking about their work schedule as they move forward? Right. So you mentioned adults. Um, we do children's services and primarily early learning children's services. Um, we do have some before and after care. Um, and our summer program is concentrating this year on kindergarten readiness. Um, so, you know, that school-age population is not necessarily involved in that at this point. Yeah. So you mentioned the ELRC locations. Mm -hmm. um, so clarify for us when we're talking about locations. I want to ask what other locations you have, but it can get a little confusing because we are talking about your sure. organization overall, and then we're talking about the center itself. Right. So I'm going to mention first, because we started listing programs, and we went through the Head Start component, um, but there's a few other ones, if I can touch on those first. Please do. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Please. Um, so we also have three state programs, and that's Pre-K Counts. And Pre-K Counts, the difference between that and the Head Start program is not only the state versus the federal funding, but also the eligibility. So the eligibility for Pre-K Counts goes up to 300% of poverty guidelines. Where typically in our Head Start and Early Head Start, it's at 100. Um, there is some set aside in that federal program for over income, but it's at a smaller rate. And then the Pre-K Counts goes up to 300 for the eligibility. And the Pre-K Counts um, deals with that preschool population, so that three to five. Okay. All right. Okay. And then we also have another state program, and that's the Head Start Supplemental Assistance Program, or what we call HISSEP. And then um, that is that really mirrors the Head Start program. It goes by those regulations, but the funding comes from the state. And then we have, and it's relatively new to the agency, the infant toddler contracted slots. So that actually mirrors early Head Start in a center-based environment, but it is state-funded. And then we have childcare. So a lot. It's a there lot is a of, lot. I mean, it's There's fabulous that you have all this <laughs> as a service to the community. And again, I'll go back and ask, because if, if somebody's just trying to make the decision on what they need to do, it can be a lot. So can they call Early Learning Connections just Absolutely. to ask, you know, what, what direction do I need to go in? Yes, by all means. Um, you know, we, we welcome questions. There's availability to ask those questions using that website, again, at earlylearningconnections.org, or by calling the main office at 724-287-2761, um, and we can answer whatever questions you have.
Now, I know I keep asking you how many kids do you serve. Do yeah. you want to break that down per, yeah. per uh, program? Sure. I'll go ahead and let you have the stage for that. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so in Butler County, uh, we, I was talking a little bit about the Federal Head Start and the center-based. We have 245 children there, and then we serve 20 through our home-based. The State Head Start center-based, which is at Hyssop, there are 34 there. And then Early Head Start in our center-based is 86 and center home-based 16. Okay. And I think I just transposed those numbers Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And then pre-K counts, we have 70 slots there. Our infant-toddler contracted slots are 16. Child care, we have 14 blended funding classrooms with state head start, and then six additional slots are private or that subsidy CCW funding. Okay, all right. Now, now talk about, if you don't mind, your services and how they've been affected by COVID. Is, are there programs you have not been offering? Yes, okay. a lot of it um, was hybrid. So there was a reduced number of children coming into a classroom environment, um, you know, and then we're getting back to, to that full support and that full enrollment. Um, that we had before. But again, you know, COVID had not only an impact, I believe, on early learning connections, um, but, you know, throughout the world. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the impact was great. So we still had services. They were still being provided. Um, and we really did a lot to help those family access those services, you know, giving them devices and things like that, um, providing those so it was easement of use in a hybrid or virtual environment. Um, we really concentrated on that, you know, but, but COVID really did have a far-reaching impact. Yeah, it, it really did. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and call an audible, Pat. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, if you don't mind, and we're going to come back on the other side with Early Learning Connections and just finding out about what they do and what they offer. And uh, we'll be back right after this with Let's Talk. You're a savvy shopper because, hey, who doesn't like to save some money? Well, let ButlerRadio.com help you save even more. Our Butler Radio deals page will save you cold, hard cash on all your favorite local businesses. From restaurants to auto body shops and even your favorite retail stores, you can find savings just one click away online at ButlerRadio.com. Giving blood is necessary during a pandemic. The reason to donate is simple. It helps save lives. Individual blood donations are more important than ever as blood drives at schools, businesses, and organizations have been canceled. To help, WISR, WBUT, and The Rock Station 97.7 will host a blood drive on Friday, June 11th from noon to 4 p.m. There is no inherent risk of getting coronavirus from the donation procedure, and the Blood Mobile staff take temperatures at check-in, and all CDC guidelines are followed to protect the staff and donors. Masks are required. Are you ready to donate? It doesn't take much time, and every donation has the potential to save up to three lives. To donate, register at vitalant.org or call 412 209 7000. 
And we're back with Let's Talk. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're here with Early Learning Connections. Lisa Spatafora is the CEO. And we were talking a little bit about uh, COVID. We're talking a little bit about your locations. And I know I want to ask you more about COVID, but let me back up a little bit. Because you mentioned that you also have services in Armstrong. And since you were breaking down how many uh, individuals that you help, can you include Armstrong at this time? And then we'll move forward. I'll do that real quickly for you, Tracy. Um, In Armstrong County, we have the Federal Head Start, which we talked about in center-based. We have 136 slots for that. Our State Head Start center-based, we have 40 for that. And Early Head Start center-based is 20. And that about sums it up. Yeah. So then let me get back to COVID, if you don't mind, because I've asked many organizations throughout the past year of of their challenges, what they saw, yeah. you know, and yes. now we're getting into the recovery period and successes and, and silver linings that they saw yeah. um, that they didn't expect. Can you can you address that with Early Learning Connections? Sure. I'm going to talk a little bit about those challenges, challenges to enroll. So it was very difficult um, to meet those enrollment requirements. So both the state and federal government did ease that a bit for us. Um, and then low enrollment, Um, you know, some classroom management challenges as well. Uh, But we had a lot of successes. Um, We had great monitoring. All of the programs had outstanding monitoring results, which was wonderful for us. We also were recognized for ongoing music program that we've had through Slippery Rock University and uh, a, a commitment that we've had with them, and we were the recipient of the 2020 Slippery Rock University President's Community Partner Award. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was great. And um, we have positive behavior and intervention supports, and we do that throughout, uh, and we had a lot of success with that. So, you know, also the monies that were made available through the CARES funding and, and some other initiatives to help um, with COVID. So do you, feel, do you feel like you're also in a recovery period or did you hold pretty strong throughout? We held as strong as we could, okay. um, given, given, you know, some of the, challenge, the challenges that we had. Um, but I think that this has really gotten us back to an area where with those improvements that we were able to make, just stepping forward. Yeah. And I want to ask you how to enroll. We only have about six minutes left with you. So let me ask you this before we get there, though. Mm -hmm. What are your goals for the next school year, 2021-22? You know, getting back to our normal and, and really just engaging the families and doing, you know, the enrollment that we need to do. And this is really the time, Tracy, that we commonly enroll. So I'm just going to segue and give you Emily's contact Please, number yes, that'd be and great. her extension. So um, Emily Snow is our person who oversees. She's our director of that enrollment piece. And you can contact Emily directly again at 724-287-2761. Her direct extension is 302. And you can always apply online, again, at earlylearningconnections.org. So again, real quick, it's 724-287-2761. The extension Extension 302. And that's for Emily. And then earlylearningconnections.com, of course, is the website. .org. Uh, .org. Oh, thank you very much for the correction. Okay, Okay, .org for that. All right, so let me ask you this. In our final few minutes together, um, we are kind of in in an employment conversation with many, many organizations. So I'm wondering where you stand with employment. Are you looking to hire and and if you are what jobs are you looking to fill 
uh, you know, all of our jobs. And you can view any of our open positions on the website and our resumes can be sent to a little bit different here, jobs at earlylearningconnections.org. Okay. So jobs, earlylearningconnections.org. What kind of jobs do you have, whether they're listed or not, but what are, what, what are the, the range? Because you would have to have a sure, range to be able absolutely. to pull this off successfully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so teachers, teacher assistants, um, you know, classroom environment, support staff as well. Um, but mainly those teaching staffs, you know, are who we're looking for right now, some of those support. If you do visit the website, you'll be able to see all of that, um, you know, but we're hiring. And this is a really good time to go try to find a job, in my yes. opinion. And also, again, we've yes. talked to staffing agencies. So, you know, we've had conversations on this show about this, that this is the time. Because once everybody goes searching for a job at the same time, now you're going to have a flood of people all wanting the job. Great point, Tracy. I couldn't have said it better. You're absolutely and right. And you're only going to have one or two jobs to fill. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's right. You know, you're yeah. going to have a ton of people trying yes, to fight for yes, that same yes. job. So now would be the time to get on. Again, it's jobs at earlylearningconnections.org. So it. what are your updates for the agency at this point? Um, we are having the summer program. I think I alluded to that before. Mm -hmm. For our current children, and our target for the summer program is those children who will be enrolling in kindergarten. So let me ask you about any other data or stats that you want mm -hmm. to share. So there's a consistent increase in skill acquisition as the year progresses for all of our content area. So I'm talking a little bit about our data. So children come in, we get a baseline on them, and then two other times during the year, um, we use that data and we measure um, against all of those things that they're learning in our environments. Are you looking for how fast they're learning? How, uh, what areas they're excelling in? What are you yes. looking for? Yes, um, definitely. We're looking at areas in content such as skill acquisition, um, typically math skills, uh, not reading skills, but language and different things like that. And across all of social emotional, uh, those kind of interactions that's what we're looking for so then we measure those okay yeah and that helps and see you their progress with the, absolutely with the kids yeah and their progress all right so i would ask you about the hierarchy of management i know that's probably going to be a whole conversation in itself but yeah. you do have an executive board we don't do you? we do um, we have a board of directors um, we also have a policy council so one of the requirements of getting those federal dollars through that grant and head start and early head start is that you have a parent policy council so that's comprised of at least 50 percent of um, parents within within the programs and then also with community members and uh, some other individuals that you would target in your community to provide that support through the parent policy and then um, the board as well so all of that is volunteer we have a great board we have a great policy council and those policy councils exist in both butler and armstrong county and what's the benefit of having all of those individuals be a part of the organization in that way of a policy council 
um, they, they give us a lot of input. And that's what Head Start really wants, is they want that input from those parents. And they help us make decisions and policies and procedures. There's voting throughout. Um, and there's a lot of expertise, both on the policy council and the board, that they lend to the organization. So there's a lot that they do for us every day. If we're looking at your, your programs, pre-K particularly, mm -hmm. um, how much does it cost? Do you have a, a, a price per child, if you will, or is that information something we can find out if we call? Um, Head Start and Pre-K is approximately $8,500 per child. Okay, yes. so we can figure out how we can budget mm -hmm. that and, and yep. go forward with that. All right, so um, I know we talked a little bit about COVID. We talked a little bit about how you're funded. I know I'm looking at the clock and we only have about a minute or so left. Um, just any other uh, thoughts about advertising and, and how do we find out more about you, social media, those kind of options? Yes, and, and we definitely have that. We do a lot of advertising and have really increased that by building boards, our local newspaper ads, of course, um, things such as this that you were kind enough to invite us to, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and definitely stay tuned because we're updating our website. Oh, that's so always take fun. A look. That's yeah. always fun. Yeah. A few surprises along the way when you there update you our website. So that's oh, always yes. great. Okay. It's Early Learning Connections. Again, very quickly with your contact information, Alisa, and, um, and then we'll close it out. Sounds great, Tracy. You can reach us at 724-287-2761 if you're calling for enrollment. You can get in touch with Emily at extension 302 or visit us on our website at earlylearningconnections.org. Alisa Spatafora, CEO, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate being here as well. And folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. And if you would like to listen to this again in its entirety, you can do that on our website. So you go back to WISR680.com and you would pick programs, then Let's Talk, and then you would look for Early Learning Connections. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.